And if there's anybody that I know of, player, coach, teacher, student, or anybody that I've ever talked to about hitting, he knows, he knows more about my principles that I believe in hitting than anyone I've ever been with. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for believing in me. I'm Steve Ferroli. You are listening to the Ted Williams League Baseball Podcast. Days at the playground Right out in the street Baseball made life complete Hi, I'm Steve Ferroli sitting here with Matt Marini. We're in the 2022 Ted Williams League AA Division Championship game podcasting from Centerfield. Um, little backstory back in 2020, it was black against purple, and purple took the game with a crazy play where Captain Mike Gunning stole home plate in the last inning. Move ahead to 2021 and Black comes back and takes it back from Purple. Same two teams, and here we are again, 2022 in what some people are calling the rubber match. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the conversation about this game has been going on for a week. Matt, what do you think? Uh, well, first of all, I'm bummed out I'm not playing in this game. <laughs> We're one, one run away from taking it from Purple. Yeah, I hear you. One run with the playoffs. Every playoff game, we're waving to Dave Del Rosso and Senna. And we're about to get underway here. And who's our first batter? Shane Foley, number 10. Shane Foley, number 10 for purple, is stepping to the plate. Our umpires today, Chili Davis behind home plate. It looks like uh, Joe Sargent uh, covering third. And uh, Ryan Newell over, over at first. Strike one inside corner to Foley. Ryan McDonald has third base as the umpire, and I guess they gave us the home run line, Coach. <laughs> That's it. First time I've seen four umpires in the infield in the Ted Williams League game. Very, very <laughs> professional feel here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a good point, Matt. Good point. Here's the pitch fouled off to the backstop and we'll stay two and two looking at the black infield here we have who's our catcher Matt we have Perkins behind the plate uh, MacGyver on the mound working a two-strike count we have Norton at second base I believe that is Kevin Jones at first base uh, the captain Greg Banks at shortstop and D'Angelo at third base. Strike three, they got him swinging. It looks like an outfielder, Cola, Del Rosso, and who is that over in left, um, right field? I believe that is Matos in right field. Yeah, I think you're right. So, Cola in left, Del Rosso in center, and Mato, Matos, I think it's pronounced, in right, and uh, second batter here is uh, Jackman. Ground ball to the right side, and that'll get through. And Jackman is on, and here's Cam Sass coming to the plate. 
We get a man on first and one out. If you just joined us, we're at the Bryanfield Field in Pembroke. It is August 21st. It's about 80 degrees on a beautiful day in the Ted Williams Double A Division Championship game. A strike to Sass. Very interested to see uh, how Purple plays here today on the base pass. They already have a runner on, and they're very annoying uh, <laughs> once they get a runner on base. You know, we, we had talked about this earlier, uh, myself and Matt, and I think that Purple has to, has to run on black. I think that would be a, a, a good approach. They've got tremendous speed. They're going to have to get on base one way or another, and then they're going to have to use their wheels. Yep. The hitter, Cam Sass, was a nightmare for us. As Sass is retired on strike three. Yeah, on a nice curveball. And that's MacGyver on the hill, right? Yep. Yeah, MacGyver, a nice breaking ball. And here's Captain Mike Gunning. And what a player this guy is. There goes the runner. Line shot up the middle. Oh, a bobble. Banks comes across the infield on a nice attempt. So hard ground, well, not a medium hit ground ball bounding up the middle. The runner was in motion. Banks comes across the infield and just tips off his glove. There was no chance that the runner was second, and we ended up with first and third here with two outs. Banks came all the way to the second base side of the second base bag because he was covering on the steal. Rarely do you see a shortstop move that far to his left to make a play on the ball. Yeah, we had the left-handed batter, and in, he was in motion. His Lucia... Got blocked out a little on that first pitch. We're out in center field. We always thought this was the best place to be for the podcast. Strike two swinging. One ball, two strikes to Lucia. Again, two down, runners on first and third. MacGyver looking tough all around the zone. And they go sass, and they retire the side. Strike three, and after a half... We've got no score. So we'll head into the bottom of the first inning. We've got no score. Um, Shane Foley's behind the plate catching. We've got Mike Gunning on the mound. Um, Flynn is over at first. Um, Tyler Sass at second base. Cam Sass at shortstop. Uh, third baseman is who, Matt? Jackman. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's Jackman's first name? Do you know? I can't remember. We'll call him Jackman then. In left field, we got Lucia. Uh, center field is Volante. And in right field, it is Tim O'Keefe. We know him all too well. And this has already proven to be an exciting th first three outs. Um, some, nice, uh, some nice challenges already in the first three outs. Some you know, uh, interesting attempts on defense. Some runners moving just like we anticipated. Pete Cola will go to the plate for Black. The Black team has its own walk-up music, which is <laughs> a new addition this year to the Ted Williams League. They put all their money into this app and this speaker, and it's really, it's, it's been very entertaining. I know the guys love it, and I like it too. I think they do a good job of it. Yeah. 
Black's the only team that also has um, names being announced, as well as the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're announcing the names, and they have their own walk-up music. Gunning pitches in the dirt, ball one to Cola. Gunning is very tricky. He's a long lefty, and he has a, a weird release with his arm slot. <laughs> he paints the black on the outside corner of the knees. It's one and one. First pitch looked like an off-speed pitch. That was definitely a fastball. Gunning delivers. Squirted foul to the right side. One ball, two strikes. I wonder if that was Big Nick that just grabbed that ball. I think it might have been. Did he just show up late? Yeah. Yeah, I nailed that one. He snuck in on us, Matt. <laughs> Here's the pitch. No, that's outside. Tim O'Keefe out in right field has had a great year this year. I'm really impressed with him. He's only 15 years old, and he's done, done a great job at the plate. He's never an easy out. Ground ball to short. Sass pulls Flynn off the bag, and Kohler is safe. So a kind of a... A ground ball right in between third and short. Sass gets over, backhands the play, gives it his best attempt. Attempt, but Cola, Cola is in there. His captain, Greg Banks, with Kevin Jones on deck. Gunning delivers. Ball high and inside. 1-0 to Banks. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. Same spot, only this one was there. Two well-thrown fastballs up and in to the captain. A swing and a miss. Another high fastball. Challenging Banks with the high heat. <laughs> a captain showdown here. Man at first, wouldn't surprise me if Kohler is moving, although Foley is very strong behind the plate. Little two-strike foul, and we're one and two. Again, again, our umpires, uh, Greg Chili Davis behind the plate, um, Ryan Newell at first, Joe Sargent at second, and Ryan McDonald over third. We got all the bases covered today. Gunning kicks and delivers. Ball up high. Nice pitch. Gunning going right at Greg Banks in this at bat. Yeah, not fooling around at all. Michael come right at you. Two and two. Line shot up the middle, base hit. Beautiful two strike hitting. And that'll move Cola to second. Greg with that fantastic short two strike stroke, which makes him a whole nother hitter when you think you got his back to the wall. Here's Kevin Jones batting in the three hole. And Kevin can beat you with any type of hit. Yeah, I'll tell you, he can go long, he can punch it, he can do he can do a lot. First and second, no outs. There's a pop-up to the right side. Flynn is over, it's foul. Maybe we're looking next year, Matt, see if we can get this behind home plate. Just get such a better view. Yeah. 
Uh, this is good too, though, and what I like about it is the players can't hear us talking for the most yes. part, and that's important. Hit hard to third base. Oh! Jackman dives and knocks it down, but it squirts out of his glove. He was going to try to hustle over to third to, for the force and uh, maybe try to do too much too soon. Here's Perkins. Lefty on lefty matchup. Gunning's very tough to hit in these kind of matchups. I do believe it, it should be said, I believe that Cole Perkins has clearly led this division in hitting. He had an outstanding season. Fouls that one off. And Collier had picked him up when no one knew him, and he had picked him up in uh, basic uh, practices before the season starts. And uh, he was uh, an unknown player to everybody, and he's had a fantastic year here. Well, that's what's so great about this league, Steve. Here's a deep fly ball up to Valente in center. He makes a play. They're going to tag. Here's the throw to the plate. And he's safe. So Perkins flies to left center field. Volante tracks it down, makes a nice bid at Kohler at home, but Kohler is in and it's one nothing black. So we got one out. Here's Austin Norton. Austin going up to Cindy Lopez. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> I won't ask. Well, the better walk-up songs in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Another foul ball to the right side. 0-1 to Austin. Ground ball to short. Over to second. Hits the throw to first. Not in time. So a fielder's choice for Austin. And we got two outs at runners on first and third. Here's Ryan MacGyver. Little island music brought him to the plate. Here's the pitch. Ground ball off of Gunning's glove. That's going to be trouble. Oh. Tough play there. So a chopper popped like high. It brought Gunning to jump from the mound. It nicks off his glove and then just kind of drops like a little volleyball deke shot yeah. in the infield and nobody can get to it. That's one of those plays where it's almost better if, if Gunning just lets that go over his head and lets the shortstop handle it. Yeah, to turn into what I call a helping ground ball, but uh, hard, hard to know. <laughs> Your instinct is going to be right. to try to catch, grab that ball, you know. Fouled off to the right side. And we have a 2 nothing ball game now. And who's, who's at the plate round, Matt? D'Angelo. Ball outside. One and one to D'Angelo with Chris Collier on deck. Chris also co-captain for the black team with Greg Banks. Oh, look, look at this. Oh, oh. So here's what happens here. Uh, the runner's too far off the bag. Foley, is it Foley? Yep. Foley comes up firing, 
and catches the runner in, run, in a rundown situation, fires to the shortstop, I believe, and then they spin over, throw to third, and get him slide, sliding in to end the inning. But after um, one complete, it's 2 nothing black. And we're back at the top of the second inning. Here's John Valente. MacGyver's still on the hill. 2 nothing black, top of two. Ball outside to Valente. Valente moves very well. He's the perfect purple team player. Small, small lefty. If he puts the ball on the ground, he's trouble. A swing and a miss. I believe we're one and one. Hit hard to the right side. Foul ball. Fun looking out at all my former campers that are still playing in this game. Valente being one of them. Um, every umpire, <laughs> you could make the case, was a was a, a camper. Uh, even Greg Chili Davis, not really a camper, but he came back from the Air Force and he said, "Can I?" I had a Cranberry League team at the time, and he said, "Can I play for you?" And he teach me about hitting, and I said, "Sure." We had played basketball together in high school. Popped up to second base, and we'll make the catch. That was Sass over at second base catching the pop-up. No, that's not Sass. <laughs> you get the wrong team. That's, uh, who is that? McKenna. McKenna, that's it, yeah. Sorry, McKenna. <laughs> and now batting is, is this Flynn? I believe it is. James Flynn at the plate, and what a play of this kid. We picked him up, another guy that nobody knew. He kind of found us, and uh, a real gamer. He had, a, he had a start a little bit later in the season. He, he was busy doing something uh, with the Cape Cod League, I believe, some sort of college work or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the minute I saw him, you know, he threw a nice glove at first base and I had a couple of nice at bats and I said oh this guy's going to be a nice addition to the league and he's just really into it. I believe he hit the walk-off base hit against my red team. I think he round. did he did yeah he had the hit to, to bring them here into the championship. Ground ball to MacGyver he'll walk over and touch Flynn and there's an out. What stands out to me is how fast MacGyver's working. He's almost he's almost in his windup as soon as he steps on the rubber. Huh. I'll tell you, baseball would love him. Yeah, he comes right at you. He's got that Chris Sales uh, type of approach. Here's Tim O'Keefe. And we got two outs. O'Keefe chases a high one. I looked a little apprehensive on that one. He's done a great job. He's one of our younger players in the league, just like you was saying earlier, Matt. He really has been impressive um, because he's way over his head is probably the best way to say it. And you know who else fell into that category was uh, Logan McLeod. Yep. He also did a fantastic job. Joe Butler as well. Ben Catton in his second year of the league. Yeah. a great job. Yeah, Joey Butts had a, a fantastic first game. I believe he threw a guy out the plate, if I remember right. Yes, he did. So MacGyver puts Tim O'Keefe away, and we'll go to the bottom of the second. It's 2 nothing black. 
And we're in the bottom of the second inning. Again, 2 nothing Black. D'Angelo at the plate after the back pick to end the last inning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So D'Angelo will get up 0-0. He was at the plate after the, the picked-off runner by the catcher. Here's the pitch. Hit hot up the middle, base hit. Comes out, comes out to Cam Kelly and Senna as uh, scoring sheets blow up and test our fielding ab ability in the press booth. <laughs> now batting for the black team, co-captain Chris Collier. I think they, they must have lost power on their walk-up music coach. I I can't believe it. Well, you know, occasionally, if you have your phone out for too long, it overheats. Oh, yeah. So someone else is facing technical difficulties. Last year, we had to go scrambling for an extension cord <laughs> when uh, we pulled up low on battery power. <laughs> and it's funny, I believe that battery was loaned to us by the batter, Chris Collier. Yeah. Chris looking, looking to lay down a bunt, it seems. No yeah. surprise here in the move the runner over. Yeah. Gunning picks the outside black. I believe we're rowing too. Gunning a left-handed move to first. D'Angelo back safely. One ball, two strikes. D'Angelo on first, no outs. Strike three, swinging. And we got one down. And it looks like Robbie Morris has come in to play second base. Robbie made a fantastic play in our game against Purple in the last round of the playoffs. Moving to his right, robbed Ryan McDonald of a line drive base hit. Here's David Del Rosso at the plate. And David's known as being an all-around player, good with the stick, good with two strikes. He can field, he can run. I think the only complaint his teammates have is they wish he wouldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> another another former camper. What a what a great kid. Great having him here. Gunning works him tight. Oh, he hit him. Yeah, right in the hand. Oh, picked him off, and uh, he'll go to first base. First and second, one out. And here's Matos. Now, Matos has started, started the season as a catcher, and he hurt his wrist, I believe, lifting weights. He's also a high school football player. And... Um, He's been hanging out more in the outfield. Uh, maybe afraid of getting bumped or picking up a, a foul tip off the wrist again. This would be my guess, something like that. You got the count, Matt? Getting blocked out by that runner. <laughs> I think it might be one and one. Oh no, three and oh. Gunning all around the plate. Strike on the inside corner, three and one to Matos. 
we got one out. Swing and a miss. Count is full. Mito's chasing something low. Looked like it was a changeup right down the middle. Kind of a fading lower pitch. Strike three. Outside corner at the knees. And Matos will go down looking. Impressive at bat from Mike Gunning, working the count from 3 and 0 back to 3 and 2 and getting the strike. Yeah, Mike's a gamer. Now batting air comes to the plate. I don't know Mike. Is it Michael Air? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Ball inside. It is Michael Air. I knew I had that one. <laughs> Another ball outside from Gunning. Two down, first and second. Swing and a miss. I think we're two and two. Count is full. What ends up happening, especially when there's a runner on second, often there's a one of the mid infielders is trying to pull the runner back and we kind of get blocked out. Strike three on the inside corner. Gunning painting the black. And we'll go two nothing into the top of the third. Two nothing black. So here we are on the top of the third, and it's a strike. Is this uh, is this Big Nick, Matt? Yes, yes, it is. And what's Big Nick's last name? <laughs> Villanueva. Villanueva. And the big joke is I struggled miserably with Nick's last name last year. I think he might be 0-2 right now. Fouled off. He takes a hack. Nick's a strong hitter. I believe he hit a home run against our team during the regular season. Yeah, over in Rockland. Yep. Yeah, he did. He, he, he blasted one. I remember that game. Yeah, Nick's a nice guy and a good player. Plays primarily in the outfield, and he can swing the bat. MacGyver tries to backdoor him with a curveball, but Nick's not biting. That was a nasty pitch. Tough to lay off. Hit hard, foul to the right side. That ball was hit good, too. Fouled off again. MacGyver throwing a lot of strikes. Very rarely missing the plate. And we got Jones at first. Who's that at second, Matt? Norton at second. Norton at second, Banks at short. Oh, strike three. D'Angelo at third base. Here's Cameron Kelly. Left-handed batter. Cam started with us, uh, I want to say, a couple of years ago. He's been a nice addition to the league. Plays outfield, pitches. He's a really nice guy. A good hitter, too. 2-0 to Kelly. MacGyver's being careful with with everyone, but coming right at him. He's really got a great zone. He's, he's picking his spots. 
three and zero to Kelly. There's a strike. Three and one. Again, we got an outfield of Kohler in left, Del Rosso in center, and Matos in right. They'll walk Kelly, and here's a runner. So with one out, Cam Kelly will go to first base. Baxter at the plate. I'm curious to see if they try another hit and run. Jesse Baxter, Cam Kelly on first. Baxter hits hard to the right side foul. Everybody seems to be just a little late today. Of course, some of these guys have had a three, four day layoff at this point, and that adds up on that fastball. Baxter fouls another one off, 0 oh, 2. I believe this is the other Baxter brother. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of siblings on the purple team. Yeah. So Jake Baxter goes down swinging, and Cam Kelly takes off on the pitch and is safe at second base. Here's Robbie Morris. I'd know that batter anywhere. We got two down with a man on second. Robbie can put his bat on the ball, and he does. He hits it to the right side foul. Who's the catcher for Black Matt? Perkins. Cole Perkins got out of the catcher's box in a hurry, tracking that down in case it stayed fair. Probably because of the lightning speed of Robbie Morris. <laughs> and here's almost the same play, only this one will stay. No, it's foul again. It was a deja vu. -y. Almost the same play, Kurt, uh, Perkins again out of the box like lightning. And um, just rolls foul. Kelly taking a healthy lead from second. He's basically unattended. Banks giving him a little glove. And now Morris nubs the ball to the left side foul. And he's putting his bat on the ball on every pitch. And MacGyver's a tough guy to get a hold of, too. It's really interesting. He's not hitting any of them hard, but he's hitting them. I believe he's 0-2. And Kelly again with a good 15, 17 foot. Morris hits the ball right side. Oh, and up jumps Kevin Jones and pulls down a line shot by Robbie Morris, which would have scored Kelly easily. Impressive at bat by Robbie Morris. Robbie Morris hanging tough and shoots a line shot, which Kevin Jones just picked up. He was up there, too. What a play. And we'll be back. All right, we're back in the bottom of the third. 2-0 black. Here's Goodall at the plate. And the pitch is strike one. Gunning still on the mound. And a swing and a miss. 0-2 to Goodall. Ground ball to the, to the shortstop. Here's the throw to first. In time, one out. Who's it short, Matt? Cam Sass. Cam Sass, a nice play. A nice play. Charges in, feels it clean, and throws over to the sure glove of James Flynn. 
number six at first base. Here's McKenna, one of the young Rockland players. So Goodall grounds to short one down, and here's McKenna at the plate. Gunning delivers. Popped up to the right side foul. A busy place in the woods today. Again, a beautiful day here at the Bryantville Fields in Pembroke. Line shot to the right side, and that'll drop in for a base hit. The throw goes over the top and is backed up by the third baseman. That's not Jackman, a third. Who's that now? He's dancing over there, number three. Jesse Baxter. Jesse Baxter. Here's Peter Cola. We're back to the top of the order after McKenna's hard line shot to right. Nice stop by Shane Foley behind the plate on like a fading slider or curveball. One and one to Cola. Cola a dangerous hitter and we get in good speed too. Hit hard, back to gunning, to second. Here's the throw to first, not in time. Flynn gets off the bag and pulls it down. Lucy is some nice backup from left field, along with Valente. All our outfielders charging in case of an overthrow. Yep. Sass, Tyler Sass got that ball at second base, had a little trouble on the transfer, couldn't get the guy at first. Yeah, couldn't get it out of the glove. Nice play by gunning. And here's Greg Banks, pulled hard foul to the left side. Greg Banks has to be one of the most consistent players in the whole league. I mean, every year you know what you're going to get from him. He yep. does a great job putting the ball in play. He's really solid on the mound. Good on defense, too. Yep. Good on defense. He'll be coming Lucia's way, or who we call Top Gun, in left field. One of my favorite nicknames. No pitch. Something went wrong in there. And home plate umpire Chili Davis raises his hand to shut it all down. No pitch. Foul straight back. And we got two strikes to Banks. With Kohler on first. And two outs, right, Matt? Yep, two outs. Black could sure, would sure like another run here. Ball inside, tough pitch. Strike three, batter is out, gets Banks swinging on the outside corner. And at the end of three, it's two nothing Black. And that was number three. Oh, Jesse, back, uh, Jesse Baxter had bunted over to third, and they, and they threw him out at first. Here is Tyler Sass. And these are guys you definitely want to keep, keep off base because they can fly. 
And that's what Black is doing. They're getting them out and keeping them off the bases. But it's a long game. And Purple, uh, you're going to need more than two runs to beat Purple, that's for sure. We just had uh, Tyler Sass had hit a hard ground ball to short, and Greg Banks, in slow roll of form, made a beautiful play and threw to first over to Chris Collier. We got two outs. And here is um, Shane Foley. And Shane, I believe, has two strikes on him. A swing and a miss, and they get Foley. And boy, I can't believe they're holding down these purple bats. We'll be right back, heading to the bottom of the fourth. Is that right, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Bottom of the fourth, coming right up. There's a ball outside to Kevin Jones, and we're kicking off the bottom of the fourth. There's a ground ball to the right side. Robbie Morris slaps it down, but he can't make the play. He knocks it down, but uh, then can't uh, can't reel it in. And Kevin Jones cruises into first. Here's Cole Perkins. Perkins fouls it off to the left side. Look at this. Line shot to the left side. It's fair. Fair ball. Must have just caught the line. And Cole Perkins, who has hit the ball all season long, has a stand-up double. That'll move Jones to third. We got second to third and no outs. We got Austin Norton at the plate. I believe he's one and one. Second and third. Oh, we got hit. Oh, look at this. Not good. Gunning hits him, and that'll load the bases. Gunning has actually pitched well. He's had some tough breaks yeah. in the field. A um, couple of things have happened that just weren't fair. I mean, that ball to Robbie, that should have been an out. There was a play to him uh, in the early innings that really should have been an out. A couple of double plays that they couldn't turn. Now we hit MacGyver. So right now what we have is the bases loaded. Um, I'm not sure there are any outs, are there? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Bases loaded. And... Um, Kristen Giangelo will come to the plate. A swing and a miss. Ball outside, one and one. I'd to like to point out too, if uh, Gunning can get D'Angelo, he has Collier at the plate next, and Collier, um, always a double play opportunity when Collier's up. D'Angelo just gets out of the way. I'm curious to see how Collier will like approach it too. You have to think he's swinging away if the bases are still loaded when he gets up. Yeah. Chris has been complaining about his eyesight uh, this year, which uh, we're going to have to get to the bottom of in the off season. But I know that he, I know that that's why he's been bunting a lot. Okay. Ball hit well the center field. Cameron Kelly is under it. His throw to home, and Flynn will cut it off, and the run will score easily, and we got a 3 nothing ball game. I don't know where that throw is going. Perfect result for Christian D'Angelo. Nice sack flies. Gets another insurance run for Black. Yeah. And here's Collier. Here's Chris Collier. Runners on first and second. And we got one out. We got an infield of Flynn, Morris. Um, is that Jesse Baxter at short, coach? It's 
Cam Sass. Oh, sure. Cam Sass. I'm sorry. Callie, there's the play you're talking about. And they do double them off, just as you said, Matt. One, five, three, double Wow. Play. Wow. They go to third and then over to first. I mean, if you're gunning, you got to be happy with that. Bases loaded, no outs, only one run scores. Unbelievable. They get, they really get out of a very dangerous inning there. It's 3 nothing, And we'll go to the top of the fifth. So we're back in the top of the fifth. And Sean Jackman beats out a ground ball to the right side. And they, and Purple has got uh, their first runner with no outs. And here's Tyler Sass. We're in a 3 nothing ball game. We're about halfway through. And Purple has got their rally caps on. MacGyver still on the mound, is that right? Yes, it is. This is huge for Purple. They had, even though they gave up a run, they have a lot of momentum getting out of that jam. Now they yeah. have a runner on with nobody out. Yeah, and of course. Four of their lineups up. And of course, the pitching uh, rules is wide open. In the, we have pitching rules, you know, earlier in the season, um, which I won't go into now, but in the championship, championship game, you can pretty much do whatever you want. And that's why we got MacGyver here in the top of the fifth. Jackman takes off, hits the throw to second, and he's in there, he's safe. But Saths will go down swinging on the pitch. Jackman steals second, and here's Mike Gunning, and they're looking to get on the board. Great atmosphere here in, uh, the, in Mattachusett. A lot of fans out here, a lot of tents set up of spectators. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, there's a good amount of people here. I, you know, Matt, I didn't even look until right now. There's a good amount of people here. Ball one to Gunning. Got music playing in between batters. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, tough pitch by MacGyver. Gunning goes after it. He's probably lucky he didn't hit it. One, one and one. Gunning's got a man on second. We got one out. Ball outside. MacGyver pitching away from Gunning in the outside corner. Gunning pretty much a pull hitter. He likes the right side of the field. Ball inside. Umpire's doing a great job today. Look at this, doesn't he go to left field? A line shot to lay, and it's by, it's by Cola. It's by Cola, it's a live ball. Gunning will drop it into second base, and that'll score Jackman, it's three to one. I know Suna said that Gunning hits the ball the right field and doesn't he slap a line shot down the left field line. Well, that, that's what he did in our game, too. We all expect him to pull, and he, he drops one in on the left side. Nice, nice bat control by Mike Gunning. It's 3-1. Here's a, here's a pop-up. Banks is back. He makes the catch, and there's two outs. So Lucia pops up to short to Banks. We got Gunning 
on second. And here's John Valente, another former camper, about 20, 21 years old, left-handed batter, bullet speed. Gunning takes off. Here's the, no throw to third, and Gunning is at third. What an amazing jump from Mike Gunning. He Man. took off before MacGyver even went to the plate. If Gunning can score, that is huge for Purple. Gunning pulls a Ricky Henderson, and he's on third. Valente a swing and a miss. Now the problem here is, and I can understand why Gunning tried to get to third, because Valente, even on a ground ball, is a difficult play at first. So Gunning sinking past ball, ground ball. Valente, I believe, is one and two. Gunning on third, three to one ball game, two outs. We're in the top of the fifth. Valente hits one to left field. There's Kohler in and out. Nice piece. Just got under it a little much. But we'll go to, it's a 3-1 ball game as we head to the bottom of the fifth. And we're back in the bottom of the fifth inning. 3-1 Black, and now batting for the Black team is David Del Rosso, left-handed batter. Tim O'Keefe in right. John Valente straightaway center with Lucia, top gun in left. James Flynn is at first. Is that Tyler Sass at second? Yep. Jesse Baxter at short, I believe. Oh. It's actually Cam Sass as he Cam back. Sass, what a play. Good communication between Sass and Lucia. Both of them on the trot for that ball, and that could have easily been a base hit. Nice play on the left side of the field. Nice play. Matos is at the plate. What is his first name, Matt? Gavin. Gavin, that's it. I know that. I knew that. Gavin Matos. Yeah, we talked a little bit about his hitting earlier in the year, right before he got hurt. I think he's got two strikes on him. I think next year we're going to offset a little bit from straightaway center. That last pitch from Gunning really bowed away from the right-handed batter. Very interesting pitch. They struck him out. <clears throat> Two down, and this is exactly what Purple wants. They got Del, Del Rosso, Matos. Now Mike Ayer at the plate. Here's Mike. And the consensus of this game from all the other captains was that Purple would win this game, which I thought was really interesting. Um, strike one to air. Well, you know, I just feel like when Purple is at full strength, there's such a problem on the bases. Every single player, apart from Morris, is a problem as if they get on first base. Yeah, and, and the, they just have that X factor about them where if they get rolling like they are right now, it's really tough to stop that train. 
Yeah, I mean, you get you got three guys on the just. There's only three guys that can't run. He strikes out air, and this is exactly what they wanted. You got you got Flynn, you got um, uh, Big Nick, and you got Robbie Morris. That you know are kind of the slower portion of the train. Everybody else can fly. So when they get on, they're trouble. And the the thing today has been they haven't been on, but they uh, we got a long way to go. And that's why they were so excited when they got that first man on in the in the uh, in the last inning because they knew they were going to score him, and they did. We'll be back in a minute. So we're heading to the top of the sixth. Purple's got their music blasting, and we're looking at James Flynn. You have that feel that the the pendulum of the game slowly turning to Purple's favor. Fouled off to the right side. They got out of the jam. They scored their first run, and then they had a one-two-three inning. That's a good. That's a real good point, Matt. You know, I think you could do a guest uh, spot on, you know, the Sports Hub. There's a line <laughs> shot to left field. Line shot to left, and Flynn is on. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a pinch runner right here. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see a sack bunt either from O'Keefe. Move him over. Yeah. I'm surprised that we're not seeing a runner for Flynn right here. Now, it is relatively early still, but... I mean, for a big guy, Flynn isn't isn't too slow. Yeah. And he... Well, the other thing, too, is he knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. He's a baseball player. You can tell that. And uh, he's going to know what to do on certain situations. Tim pops one up. Oh, a nice try by Cole Perkins. And it just out of the reach... So, Tim O'Keefe pops the ball up about, uh, you know, a, a low pop-up about 15 feet to Perkins's right. He just barely had time to get a shot at it. And he dives, and it just kind of nicks off the web of his glove. Nice attempt by Perkins. Ball up high. One and one to O'Keefe. Here's the pitch. Line sh- Oh, look at this. Is it going to drop in? Oh, a great play by Greg Banks going back. O'Keefe drops a shot over the shortstop's head, just fading, and Banks goes back and picks it up. Great hit and play. O'Keefe getting his bat on the ball, Banks fading back and picking it off, and Flynn just stays put. The purple dugout was ready to explode. Oh man, what a pe- what a great baseball play right there, all around. Good hitting, good fielding, and good base running. So we got one out, man on first. In an exciting game. Big Nick slices one to right field. Goodall pulls it in. Oh, Nick just missed that one, boy, I'll tell you. We got two down. We're in the bottom of the, I'm sorry, the the top of the sixth inning. And here's Cam Kelly, man on first. I'm really surprised we're not seeing a pinch runner here. We gotta get this guy to second base. Of course, 
it you could make the case where it's still a close game and it's still early. Yeah, I still have three you know, innings. Yeah, play. yeah, might need them later, and I and I can understand that. I can. How many do they have in this game? They have two. Two. So th that's a good point. Um, that play with Tim O'Keefe and Greg Banks, that was a beauty. It really was. Two strikes on Kelly. Three to one in the top of the six. If you just joined us, we're in the Ted Williams Double A Division Championship game. We're at the Bryantville Fields in Pembroke. Black is up three to one. Flynn takes off. Here's the throw to second. He's in there. Flynn under, under the tag. And he calls timeout. Joe Sargent on the play. We have umpires at every base here today. Greg Davis, Greg Chilliby Davis has the plate. Ryan Newell at first. Joe Sargent has second. And Ryan McDonald waiting patiently in third. Cam Kelly slices something to the off the backstop to the left side. That's a great call by Joe Sargent, too, by the way, because he was under that tag. I think so. A good base running by Flynn taking him. We're just saying he's got to get to second base. Now a single scores him. He's off on, at the crack of the bat. Here's the pitch. Kelly hits a ground ball to short. Banks, oh, cut off. He's safe at first. Cam Kelly gets down the line. He flew down the line. Cam Kelly, great speed out of the box, left-handed batter. And here, Purple is threatening him with two outs. And who's our batter, Matt? Jake Baxter, number zero. Jake Baxter. And here's what we're talking about, the Purple speed. You got Flynn on third. Jake Baxter, who can boogie at the plate. Cam Kelly, who can boogie at first base. And the question is, will they send him? And I'll, if I was the coach, Cam Kelly's going to be running at some point in this at bat. The question would be, will they make the throw or not? I, I would think not. Ball up high. Jake Baxter at the plate. Cam Kelly on first. There's a strike low on the outside corner. One and one. Probably the biggest at bat of the game for Purple so far. Foul straight back. And there's Kelly on the pitch taking off. One ball, two strikes. They got him. Strike three. Looking on a... Look like a... A high curveball to the outside part of the plate. And we'll be back in the bottom of the sixth. So we'll go to the bottom of the sixth. And here is Nick Goodall in a 3-1 game. Again, if you just joined us, we're in the championship game at the Bryantville Fields in Pembroke. Ted Williams AA Division 2022. We got a 3-1 game, Black is winning, and Black is at the plate in the bottom of the sixth. Purple threatening in the last couple innings. 
Goodall, line shot to left field, base hit. Lucia comes in, plays it on the run, and top guns it into second base. <laughs> Kind of at the plate now. After him, Black has the top of their order. McKenna had a nice line drive to right field in his last at bat. One thing that stands out about the Black team to me is that their lineup hitting-wise is, is very solid all the way through. Yeah. Well, you know, they got those, they got these younger players that are in a good school. And what I mean by that is they got Chris Collier and Greg Banks, and the, they were all at Rockland High School. And, um, you know, the, the high school coach over there, I, I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Great guy. Um, and they're really trying to build the program over there, and these boys are into it. And here they are still playing in August. And um, they're learning, learning things all the time. And this, this McKenna boy, the more I see him, the more I like him. Um, he's kind of a quiet kid, but, uh, you know, he does a nice job on the mound. I saw him get himself out of trouble one, one day over in Rockland. Um, and I like what I see. His hitting's coming along, too. Nothing like playing. you got to play this game. Old Ted used to say, practice, practice, practice. And he was right. You're going to be good at this. you got to do it. Number seven on the purple team. I don't know who it is. Just made a... A nice play on a foul ball and Cam flipped Sass. it back. Cam Sass flicked it back into his his captain Mike Gunning on the mound. Both of them with a chuckle. I noticed. It's nice to be back here at at Natakees. We started the year at Rockland, which was also nice. But I mean, when I think of the Double A division, I always think of this field. Yeah, this is kind of where we. Well, it, which it, it wasn't the same then, but this is where the first Ted Williams League game was played. And uh, Gunning gets McKenna on. An outside corner pitch on the black. Umpire Chili Davis rings him up with a knock on the door. And we get a man on first at one out. But this is where the first game was played. Uh, you know, about, a, oh, I'm going to say, 100 yards from where we are right now. Ted talked live over the, over the PA system on a phone call to me. Uh, I believe it was September 21st, 1997. We've been playing ever since. Wild pitch from Gunning allows Goodall to move up to second base. Goodall cruises number 29 into second base. And uh, yeah, we'd like to thank some of our sponsors. We talked to uh, Hathaway Construction earlier in the yeah, podcast. For and, the red team. Yeah, and then uh, the Timber Lanes is the sponsor of uh, the black team. Uh, they're over in, um, I believe, Abington. Is that right, Matt? You know? I believe, sure. I believe they're in Abington, and um, and uh, who was it? also uh, Porter's Pub in Rockland Center. Uh, for the gold team. Yeah, and they they sponsored the gold team, and um, it's really nice to see. And I was able to go over with Chris a few times and have a beer, talk baseball over at Porter's Pub. It was it was really nice. Is this Cola? We're back to the top. Yep, we are. Peter Cole is swinging a miss. I think he's got two strikes on him. We got Goodall in second, and basically the the plan is we got to get it. Purple needs to get out of this inning without any runs and go back and see what they can do. Another nice pitch. He had a uh, addition of a fifth team this year for the first time in a few years, the gold team. Yeah. A very cool color to see in the Ted Williams League uniform. 
And they were a pretty good team. They finished fourth place, I believe. Yeah. Cola fouls off a tough pitch there. They beat yeah. the blue team in, in the wild card playoff game, which was a real good game. Yeah, you know, another thing, too, about this league that, you know, Hathaway, this is one of the things that I bet Hathaway likes. So let's say the season's underway, and all of a sudden it's just someone and, and comes up and says, geez, I'd really like to play. I know I'm starting late, da da I want to play. Strike three, they get Cola. Is that is that one out, Coach, or two? Two outs. Two down. Here's Kevin Banks with a man on second. Now, this is a big at-bat because they obviously want this run. It's a 3-1 ball game in the bottom of the sixth. But someone enters the league late. Now, I'll give a perfect example. Mike Oso was a fantastic player in this league years ago. And he contacted me and said, geez, I really want to play again. Now, he's older. He's 42 or so. Banks fouls off. He has his name on the trophy, doesn't he? Yeah, he was the captain of a, of a winning team. I can't remember the year, but... It might have been like the first year on, on the plaque, at least. And it's back there. It's back there a ways, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, yeah, I want to play. So what happens there is now that has to go through the commissioner, which is myself, and also has to go through the division director. Fouled off. We got two strikes on Greg Banks. You know, to basically come up with... Okay, where does he belong? What team needs him? And we put him on the blue team, which was a great decision, and he was very helpful to that team. And that's what we do. You just don't, you know, it's, these teams are created a couple of ways. One by what we call a nucleus, which is a captain bringing in, bringing in himself and eight other players. So he can bring in nine players, but then those other six guys, they're going to be drafted and or appointed by the commissioner league or, or division director. And, and that is for team balance. And what a fantastic thing. i never forget years ago playing in the Cranberry League. And I remember the big teams at the time, Weymouth and Braintree and the Eastern Huskies. And, you know, it just seemed like you weren't going to budge them. They always had some money behind them as well. That was a big thing. You know, they were sponsored by someone. And, and as a result, you know, they a lot of times they got good players. They had you know, better players. Um, so Banks grounds to Gunning. Gunning runs over, <laughs> tags Banks' high five for the out. <laughs> and we'll go to the top of the seventh, and this continues to be a fantastic ball game, three to one. We'll be right back. And we're back in the top of the seventh inning, and stepping to the plate is Robbie Morris. MacGyver kicks and delivers. Morris hits a line shot right to Banks at shortstop. And Morris has hit two line drives today. Number 99. I wonder if he knows that that's the same number as Aaron Judge on uh, the New he, York. That's definitely <laughs> intentional, Steve. <laughs> Jesse Baxter at the plate now. Jesse Baxter. And I think it's fair to say that Purple has not had their share of luck today. You know, they have had some very unlucky situations. Just a couple of line drives, a couple of tough plays in the field. Jesse Baxter looking to get it going. I think with 2-0, and umpires at every base. Baxter, line shot to center field. Del Rosso goes back. He makes the catch. A nice piece by Baxter. Quick two outs. But Del Russell runs it down like it's his day job. 
two down. I like to make a shout out to the blue team. I was on the blue team last year and even though they finished in fifth place, they definitely improved overall as a, as a team. But this has been the most competitive year I've played uh, in this league. So they made some improvements, but they still still couldn't get out of that last place spot. But they almost had it. They almost beat gold in the playoffs. They were one run away. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. They had a, they had a, a if I remember right, they, there was a oh, ground ball, a shortstop. Banks on the run. His throw to first. Out! What a play! Great what a play! From Greg Banks today. Uh, well, let's outline that play right now. Greg Banks gets kind of a slow roll, a chopper to the right side. He circles in, plays it in slow roll of form, somewhere between third and short on the infield grass. Throws across his body to an outstretched Kevin Jones for the out. But yeah, I do think that the. Um, it's been a really competitive season. Uh, we've had a lot of new blood into the league. And um, and one of the things that we do, too, if we go back to talking to Devin Hathaway, you know, you know, asking me, why do you like this? And he said, he said the magic words. Well, it's fun, but we're also competing at the same time. And that's exactly, that was never the intention, but that was the result. The intention was to give people opportunity as long as they weren't in danger. And, you know, so we get kids in this program that were cut by the high school team. And they'll come to us and say, well, I want to play. And I'll watch them, and I see they can catch the ball. Not just me, but the other captains. And we see that, within, you know, they can throw, they can catch, and they just don't know enough yet or haven't had enough experience. They know some things, but they have never been in an environment where they can execute them. And uh, so what we do is we... Um, we give them that opportunity. And, uh, you know, uh, lo and behold, if you take someone like Tim O'Keefe or Logan McLeod or Joe Butler and you put them out here and you let them play and all of a sudden they, they get an opportunity to put two and two together is probably the best way to say it. And that's really fun. And then these older guys, they enjoy having them around because they know they're learning. They, they know where they are at and um in the the mentality is 99 percent of the time very progressive you know the older guys are really nice and we demand that we won't allow anything else so we're going to the bottom of the seventh and here's kevin jones it's a 3-1 ball game gunning still on the mound black looking for more runs and purple looking to stop them Flynn over to the dugout, and it'll go foul. Flynn trekking that ball from first base right over to the, the first base dugout, and it just drips foul. Very interesting how low scoring this game is. In, in our game, red versus purple, the playoff round before this, it was like back and forth. We'd score two, they'd score two, we'd score one. And it was, final score was eight to seven, I think. Line shot to right field, base hit. Tim O'Keefe comes in, makes a nice play with a nice throw. Kevin Jones, line shot to right field. Gunning's had a great outing, but he has his hands full with Jones on base in the middle of the black order up. 
Here's Cole Perkins, again, the player that has led the Ted Williams League this year in batting average. He hits a line shot to center field. Valente makes the catch in center field. What a play by Nick Valente. A diving stab coming in on a line drive. Jones is frozen at first. And that is, oh, without question, the play of the day. Wow. What a play. He picked that right off the ground. That was... Cole Perkins, a line shot to center. Nick Valente, former camper, runs in full extended dive on his chest and picks the ball about six inches off the grass. And boy, talk about a rally starter. For one out, what a play. So purple matching the defense of black. Black ended the inning with a fantastic play by Greg Banks and purple matching it in this inning with an unbelievable play by Nick Valente in center. Also a nice play by Tim O'Keefe on the line hit on the line shot by Jones, keeping him at second base. Decent outfield for the purple team. Top gun. In left, Valente and Senna, and O'Keefe and right. That play is just what Purple needed. Another spark to start a rally when they get the bats going. They had that double play on Collier a few innings ago, scored a run the next inning, and now that diving play by Nick definitely shot some energy into the, the dugout of Purple. Austin Norton at the plate. And Joe Sargent out to make the call. Come right out into the early outfield grass to knock on the door for the big out. <laughs> Norton line drive. Hit off a of gunning, I believe. And there's no play. Couldn't quite see what happened, but Norton hit a line drive. I yeah. believe it hit off Gunning's yeah. leg. A low line drive. A low line drive. And here's MacGyver. Runners on first and second. How many else we got, Matt? Two? Uh, or one? One out. Yeah, one. One out. Just the ball to, uh, to Valente. Ball inside. MacGyver has gone all seven innings. Gunning delivers. Ball down low. One and one. Runners on first and second. One out. Popped up. Gunning makes the play. Oh, and the runners were moving. It'll be a double play. Gunning, here's a situation. It looks like we had a double steal, which was not a bad idea. The batter squirted one off his fist to the right of Gunning. Gunning dives and makes the play like this little, you know, short, like little flare in the infield. Gunning dives off, picks it, gets back up. 
and throws the runner out at first, who is stealing on the play. Great defense by Purple gets them out of that inning. What an exciting, exciting inning. We'll be right back to go to the top of the eighth. So we're going to the top of the eighth, and if you look over, the Purple team dugout is up and dancing as to plead with the baseball gods for a rally. <laughs> and uh, it, is, it is something to see, I'll tell you. Uh, in a very friendly, uh, sportsman-type way, which, I, you know, I, I like the attitude of this division. I really do. Hard thing to maintain um, and hard thing to create, but we have it here. Not really sure exactly how all the time. <laughs> who's who's leading us? Is this uh, Foley? Yep, top of the order for Purple. This is their time. So top of the eighth, eighth Foley at the plate. We got a 3-1 ball game. And Shane Foley is quite a player. He can put up. He can put the wood on it. He can put it over the cone line. Nothing we do, we play with a cone line. That way we can set our home run distance, all wooden bats. And this home run distance has been set like this for 24 years. And uh, we haven't had that big hit today, but it could come at any time. There's a strike high to Foley. I also want to shout out my team this year, the red team, captained by new captain Ryan McDonald. Only 19 years old, but we were very competitive three outs away from beating Purple and what was maybe the best game I've ever played in in this league it was back and forth came down to the wire and we were right there for a new team almost made it to the championship yeah that what's nice about this is um, there were there were four teams I don't know I can't even say that I, well, the playoff games are all decided by one run. Yeah. So you could make the case that anybody could have been here today. Exactly. Black, now Black, well, I think they had one loss during the regular season, if yeah. I remember right. It was the first game that we played here. Came back from Rockland to play in Bryantville. They lost that game. Two purple. Two, yeah, two purple. Yeah, good one. Good one, coach. I mean, I would say that Purple and Black are probably the two strongest in the league, but not by much, and the playoffs showed it because they barely got in here. Well, every other team thought they could beat them. Exactly. They, they they thought. They yep. never we, came to the field thinking they were going to lose. I was sure we were going to beat Purple when we came in that day. Good at bat here by Foley. Foley fighting tough. I remember when I started out as a young player, you know, 17, 18 years old in the Cranberry League, and we... We go into games, say, against the Braintree White Sox or the Weymouth Elks or the Eastern Huskies knowing that you're just going to get beat to death. <laughs> you know, there's just no way you're going to beat them. We're just that, you know, that good of a team. And, and while I, I understand that, I don't believe in it as a, as a commissioner or a director. I like team balance. Hard to get, but if you can be fair about it. Now Foley walks and this is exactly what Purple is after. Yeah, yeah, this is this is dangerous for Black. And what's more interesting is Magaiba showed a little chink in the arm of walking a player because he's been in the zone all day long. Foley got on base in the last inning of our game against him. That was pretty much the beginning of the end for us. He moved the second, then the third, and then Flynn hit him in. Yeah, he's just uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a very aggressive and good base runner. 
Here's Jackman. Swing and a miss. And I mean, Jackman, uh, Cam Sass, who's on deck right now, Gunning, who's in the hole, all, all, all of these guys are very tough on the bases. Line shot, and that's, oh! McKenna. McKenna, line drive to second base, and McKenna floats over and picks it off. And that's the type of luck that Purple has had all day. They have hit three line drives that I can recall right at people. Mm -hmm. um, Plus that bloop by O'Keefe earlier. Yeah, we could call that a fourth. Yeah. Here's Cam Sass. Sass batting third in the lineup, and there's a reason for it. Foley at first. Perkins the catcher. It would not surprise me if Foley is going. Of course, MacGyver, nice left-handed move. Yeah, very tough to steal off of MacGyver or Gunning. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good point. I really did not consider the look that the runner is getting from the, the left-handed pitches, yeah. and they're both good at it. And there it is. That's it. Here's the throw. They got him in a rundown. Ah, and that's a big loss. That is a big loss right there. Wow. A great move by MacGyver. Caught Foley off guard. Foley you know, was going, thinking he was going to the plate. Yep. MacGyver kind of delayed slightly. Foley took off, and we were just saying that we, he most likely would steal, and he did. And MacGyver threw to Collier at first. They got him in a rundown, and he was tag tagged out by Banks at second. Sass fouls it off. And I guess that's what we just said. Purple hasn't been as aggressive as they usually are on the bases because of that, that look from MacGyver at first base. It's, yep. it's tough. Yeah, and they've had enough base runners maybe to tighten this game a little bit, but that was a perfect example of of what's been going on. Camp Sass swings and misses. He's got two strikes on him. is four outs away from a trophy. Yeah, and they would they would repeat. This would be the second championship in a, in a row. They won it last year. Like I said, this is kind of the rubber match. Ball and Sass walks. Oh, Sass. very, very unfortunate situation. Now that makes the Foley situation even more difficult. Uh, Sass is probably even more difficult than Foley to manage on the bases. He's really tough. Ugh, what a game. Here's Mike Gunning. Fly ball. Banks is back. It'll drop in. And look at this. Look at this. So Gunning squirts like a Texas Liga that drops between a charging Del Rosso and a, and a uh, attacking Greg Banks. Very difficult play. Right in no man's land, Gunning drops one into left. And uh, that will move um, Jackman over to third. Got a meeting at the mound here. And we might, we might see another pitcher. They're gonna, I think he's going to go. They're going to bring in Kevin Jones. 
That's like bringing Nolan Ryan out of the bullpen. If, if I if I were black, I would have stuck with MacGyver for a little bit longer because I mean, that that hit was kind of a flare. Nothing you can really do yeah. about that if you're MacGyver. That that's usually an out. MacGyver, without question, has pitched fantastic in this game, and uh, they'll give the ball to Kevin Jones. I can't say any of this is a bad idea. It's all good. It's all good. You could have left MacGyver. You could go to Jones. Uh, Jones, um, maybe a little bit more experienced. I think he's a little older than MacGyver. Yeah. And uh, he is, um, you know, he's got more of these games under his belt. Uh, we got one out, is that correct, with runners on first and third. Yeah. And I think what we're going to see here is we're going to probably see a pinch runner, maybe the hitting, the hitter rule. We actually have two outs. We have two outs. Yeah. Um, and back back to the purple luck. I mean, they've hit all these line drives for outs, and then that little flare, one of the weakest hits of the day for them, is a is so far maybe their biggest hit, extending the inning. And now Lucier is going to come up once Jones is ready. Who's our first base runner? Is gunning. it gunning? Yeah, so the they're probably just going to leave him right there. Yeah, no, I, I think I think Purple's content with their hitters and their their runner. Right yeah, now. no need to use either rule. Yeah, so what we do is we have a, a pinch runner rule that basically reads, when, if you want to, because all Ted Williams League players are in the game. There is no one out of the game, and what I mean by that is, they're in a locked continuous lineup. So if there's 12 guys here, they're all batting. Now, they can platoon, like, say, um, Feroli and Marini are both playing second base. Matt plays one inning, Feroli plays the other back and forth. If you want to pinch run a guy, the rule is you can pinch run anyone that is five batting slots away from that person. Anyone at all. So that gives you a few options. Here's Big Nick, right? And this is an interesting bat. That's Big Nick, right? It uh, should be Lucier. Oh, I'm sorry. Out. That looked like Big Nick to me, Coach. Oh, they actually might have used the hitter rule there. Oh, yeah, I think they did. Yeah. So what they just did, this is what we're going to talk about. So Gunning used the hitter rule, and he put Nick... Villanueva. Villanueva. <laughs> he moved Nick Villanueva to the plate with the hitter rule, which meant Nick was more than five batters away. And now Nick, when his turn to bat comes up, we will skip over him. He loses his normal place in the order to go ahead and take that at bat. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So there's some interesting pinch runner rules and pinch hitting rules that allow for all the players to remain in the game, to not be taken out of the game for the day. And that, that's a, a crushing blow for Purple. First pitch, pop up to third base, ends the inning immediately. Yep. Now we're in the bottom of the eighth. I'm sure he was just sitting on that fastball and he got it, is what happened. Gunning still on the mound. We'll be back. And we're back. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Christian D'Angelo will step to the plate. We got a 3-1 ball game, and it has been exciting about every single inning. 
Gunning, winds, kicks into Libus. A swing and a miss by D'Angelo. If you just joined us, we're in the bottom of the eighth. The Brian Fulfills in Pembroke playing the TWL AA Division Championship game. We saw a pinch hitter in the last inning where Big Nick popped up on the first pitch to face facing Kevin Jones. Here's a line drive over Robbie Morris's head, base hit. D'Angelo pushes one over the head of Robbie Morris. Now we got Collier up to the plate. Now batting co-captain Chris Collier. <laughs> this should be a pretty obvious bunt situation for Collier. Don't want to go into another double play. But if he puts it in the outfield, could get another insurance run. I think we're looking at a bunt for sure. There it is. But he doesn't get it down or he doesn't go after it. I'm not he, sure he which. Pulled it, pulled it back. I got strike. Call strike. He must like the low ones. I always like bunting the high ones. I always disagree with that. They always say to defend against the bunt, put it up high. I love when the ball was high because I could see exactly what I want to do with it. Down low is a little bit more complicated. I got to bend down to it. You know, I got to get there and I set my bat angle and so forth and so on. One and one to Chris Collier. He swings and misses. Tricky move by Gunning, taking a look while he had his knee up, taking a look to first base. Quick pitch. Got him. Strike three, and Collier will go down. I'm surprised they didn't have him bunt through that entire at bat. To tell you the truth, I would have really tried to get, get D'Angelo to second. David Del, uh, Del Rosso was at the plate. But you know, both the catches in this game are very, very talented. And uh, and with the left-handed pitches, you know, I think that um, they're really the running game of both teams have been shut down. You were talking about a low-scoring game. I think there is no running game because of the combination of the pitching, left-handed pitching, and the 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 good catching of both teams, you know, Perkins and um, Foley. Well, what's interesting now is that for Black, Jones is in the game. Yeah, so right-hander, yeah. They can get someone on base. They might start to open it up. Del Russell fouls it straight back off the screen. Here's the pitch. Del Rosso hits the ball to Robbie Morris. He'll throw the second out, and he'll try to turn it, and he's safe. Morris, a nice play at second. Very um, nice play. Little back elbow feed by number 99 to force the runner at second. And here's Cole Perkins. Oh, they're gonna and they're going to intentionally walk him, which I think is a... 
which I think is a great idea, really. I think they used Perkins for the hitter rule because he, he definitely was not supposed to be up. Oh, oh okay. They intentionally walked him immediately. All right, so what happened was they, <laughs> they used the hitter rule to move up Cole Perkins, and Gunning counted it by intentionally walking him. Very interesting strategy. And um, now you can only intentionally walk a player one time in a game, so they could not walk Perkins in extra innings. It can't be done. And that's another TWL rule. You can intentionally walk a guy, but only once. You're gonna walk Williams, you can only walk him once. A swing and a miss. Foley fires down to first, and Flynn, who just throws great leather at first base, picks it out of the dirt, slapping a tag at the same time on Perkins, but to no avail. Del Rosso on second. Line shot up the middle. Chris Kelly comes in. Del is the throw to the plate, and they'll score that run. Clutch base hit from, from Matos there. A huge hit by Gavin Matos. Is it Matos? Matos, are you saying it right now? I got it wrong. Yeah. Gavin Matos, line drive up the middle, and that'll scale, score David Del Rosso, and we got a 4-1 ball game. Here's Mike Ayer. That's a huge run. Huge, huge run. Strike on the inside corner to air. Strike two, swinging. Just outside. And Matos will go to second on a pass ball. The ball gets away from gunning, and Perkins drifts off third, but isn't going to take any chances. So Mike Ayer has runners on second and third. How many else we got, Coach? You know? Just one, maybe? I can't remember. Strike three. That's out number three. All right, so we had two. So two down, and we're going to go to the ninth inning with a 4-1 ball game. So here we are in the top of the ninth inning. And Purple has its last chance to tie this game up or to go ahead. What a game this has been. We got a 4-1 ball game. And batting for Purple is Lucia, who was pinch hit for, or what we call pinched ahead of, or hit ahead of is how it actually works. And now Lucia will come to the plate Kevin Jones will face his second batter of the game. Curveball up high, ball one. Jones with a fastball and one of the best curveballs in the division. Also has a great slider. Lucia takes a hack. It'll go straight back. One and one. What a game this has been. And this has been a, a well paced game too. We're only about two and a half hours in, ninth inning. Yeah.
swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Lucia. Big curveball down the middle. Strike three. And there's one out. And the black team is two outs away from becoming the 2022 Ted Williams League Division champions. Here's Nick Valente, who, in my opinion, made the play of the day with a diving, diving stab in center field on a line drive, a sinking line drive, and picked it about six inches off the ground right in front of us, going in. He hits the ball foul to the left side. Jones delivers. There's a line shot, base hit to the right center field. And John Valente continues, I'm sorry, Nick Valente. <laughs> His dad is John. Nick uh, just will not stop. Nice game for Nick Valente. So now here's that situation with the with a right-handed pitcher, and Nick runs very well as uh, as another speedster in that purple lineup. James Flynn, number six. The ball gets away, hits home plate, and gets by Cole Perkins. And Nick Valente is moving the minute the ball got away and now is on third. Talk about aggressive base run. Now, Perkins couldn't find the ball. He wasn't sure where it was. Yeah. And Valente just didn't stop. And now he's on third. Oh, what a pitch. Big curveball. And I'm talking a nice hook. <laughs> to take down James Flynn. And here is our buddy Tim O'Keefe with a man on third. The last chance for purple here. Tim O'Keefe, we got two outs, 0-1 on a curveball. Jones paints the outside corner. It looked like a slider from here. Here's Tim O'Keefe with two strikes. Strike three calls, and that's the ball game. So after nine, the black team has taken the Ted Williams League championship for the second year in a row. What a fantastic ball game. Some fantastic plays and hits. Uh, we'd like to thank all our coaches and umpires. Uh, Matt, thanks for doing this game with me again this year. We didn't even run out of power. <laughs> Last year we were scrambling in like the bottom of the first. Um, 
Uh, we'd like to thank all our umpires, you know, Greg Davis and uh, Ryan Newell, Joe Sargent, Ryan McDonald, and uh, our captains of the year, Dylan McDonald, um, Ryan Newell, uh, Josh Cormier, who am I forgetting? Ryan McDonald was also a captain, and of course, Mike Gunning and, um, and Greg Banks. So we'll be heading into the presentation in a minute. And thanks for listening to this Ted Williams League podcast. Days at the playground, or right out in the street. Baseball made life complete. Da, da, da.